when Sandy Shahada sent me what our prelude was this morning, and um, I she texted it to me, and I wrote her back and said, that will be good for my sermon on So Much Easier with Jesus. And she wrote back and said, are you serious or are you kidding? And I said, I'm really serious. I've been thinking about this for a long time. The loaves and the fish. In the church of my childhood, there came a time when there were Easter plays or pageants, and there were these were brief snapshots um, uh, or vignettes of the life of Jesus. And my younger brother got to play the boy with the basket of loaves and fish. It was it's a family story for us. My mother made him a great outfit with a robe and a belt, and he wore brown sandals. He had a killer headscarf for a headdress. It was a wonderful story about faith and trust and abundance and belief in miracles. It's a, it, it's a great story. As Leah Morris said in our Time for All Ages video, Jesus was a great storyteller. And that's one reason I often say is so much easier with Jesus. Today, my brother is a minister, a United Church of Christ minister. It's called UCC. And the joke, the Unitarian joke, is that it means Unitarians considering Christ. Here's what it says on the homepage of my brother's church website. We are a faithful congregation doing social justice following Jesus Christ. We are a social action, social justice, faith community, open and affirming, welcoming and supportive of all people. We believe taking the Bible seriously means it cannot always be taken literally. We follow the teachings of Jesus. We worship God. We seek to be faithful to the way of Jesus Christ, alleviating suffering, oppression and injustice, feeding hungry people and housing families that have been displaced. We seek Jesus's way of peace. It goes on, but wow, the website makes it really clear what they're about because they follow the teachings of Jesus. It's just so much easier with Jesus. <laughs> Many Christian denominations use electionary. In case you aren't familiar, electionary is a book or a listing that contains a collection of scripture readings appointed for Christian or Judaic worship on a given day or occasion. It repeats every three years, and so it only and it only contains a small portion of the of the entire Bible. But if you use the lectionary, you know exactly what scripture you'll be using for any given Sunday, and the lessons taught, the sermons preached, give answers for how to live a Christian life. It's just so much easier with Jesus that way. I'm having a little fun with that phrase because it so often runs through my mind about how many answers there are because of Jesus. Tithing, as I talked about last Sunday, the phrase WWJD, what would Jesus do? It's a barometer, you know, for, for our lives. And there are answers because of how people have interpreted the life and teachings of, that, of this man that lived more than 2,000 years ago. I watch people again and again speak and post about how God has it all in control, how we just have to trust Jesus, put our faith in the Lord. I kind of wish I could do that. It's 
seems much easier to have that one focus and to put even be required to put all of one's faith and trust in this man or in his father, this man that lives more than 2000 years ago. When I was a campus minister at the beginning of each college year and often throughout the year, we use put up a table along with other student organizations to let use new students you use as well as others who might be seeking know about Unitarian Universalist and that we had a group on campus and our um, our our motto the phrase that we used was spiritually alive radically inclusive justice centered. In contrast to some of the other religious student orgs who seem to have answers for all the religious questions and all of life, we would put up a sign that said, got questions, so do we. It wasn't as good as the Jewish student group Hillel, which advertised their bagel breakfast with the tagline, come get the schmear. <laughs> or for their meet and greet, which they called schmooze with the Jews. Other faiths, y'all, I'm telling you, it seems so much easier than Unitarian Universalism. And maybe easier isn't the right word. My brother assures me that despite what his website says, living out who they proclaim they are is much more difficult. Journalist Abraham Reisman writes that religious people who wait for a Messiah may soothe themselves by believing that divine intervention can bring about an end to mortal horrors and that the pious will eventually ascend to a state of eternal existence. But for secular types, including the atheists and agnostics and humanists among us, and I would say many, if not most, Unitarian Universalists, who find ourselves concerned about the state of the world both reform and revolt seem impossible routes out of all of humanity's messes. If it all keeps getting worse, what's the point of anything? It's hard to measure pessimism, but there are indications that it's on the rise, at least in America. Polls suggest pessimistic views have exploded in the last 20 years, and even before COVID, nearly a third of Americans believed an apocalyptic event would occur in their lifetime. And now, an awful war is carrying with it a terrifying nuclear threat. A plague rages. Liberal democracy seems to barely cling to life. The humanity of the LGBT community and women's rights are being diminished daily. And as we corrupt the climate on which our species depends, legions die drowning burning or running if there is a god who loves humanity that god is showing it in the most mysterious of ways if you are one of those who believe whose spiritual beliefs call you to believe that god has everything under control and more importantly if you find that it that eases your mind that's a path worthy of your exploration for many of us here, we arrive at a Unitarian Universalist church because while one of our identities may be Christian or Jewish, our beliefs, our faith, is often based in a spirit of curiosity, maybe even skepticism, and search for meaning and the sacred call of love. 
We are willing to explore the mystery of life and what it means to live in the unknown and perhaps the unknowable. What does it mean for Unitarian Universalists to live this month's transformational theme of renewing faith? In our new member classes, Anne-Marie often reminds us that Unitarian Universalism calls us to be more loving, more kind, more generous, more compassionate, more patient than we ever wanted to be. <laughs> what do we do with the last few years? I am not sure what that's about. <laughs> what do we do with the last few years when our faith has been sorely tested? When horror after horror is created by those with miserly hearts and greedy minds? When we feel like we barely have a spiritual loaf of bread to keep ourselves going, let alone five loaves to share with others? When despair calls us night after night and we find it hard to keep going? What do we do when fear seems our constant companion? Theologian Frederick Beekner writes that faith is homesickness. Faith is a lump in the throat. Once a reporter asked minister and activist A.J. Musty, do you really think you're going to change the policies of this country by standing out here alone at night in front of the White House with a candle? And Musty replied softly, oh, I don't do it to change the country. I do this so the country won't change me. I share with you this reading from the Soul Matters Packet this month. How do we renew our faith when so much is falling apart? In these fragile days, we who assess life through the fire of reason find so little reason to trust that everything's going to be okay. The climate is collapsing. Racism, racism so often morphs more than it is removed. Politics divide us more than they unite. And don't tell us it's slowly getting better. Don't ask us to deny this feeling of despair that feels so real. On so many days, we have lost our hope for a better day. But we do long for it, don't we? Despite the setbacks and slowness, there remains something inside that continues to say, it can be better, more is possible. I need to believe that goodness is real. It is a longing that lingers no matter what. And maybe that's what the theologian meant when he spoke of faith as a hunger for home. Maybe faith is, about, is more about remembering our longing for what we love and who we want to be, more than it is an act of restoring our trust that everything will work out well. Maybe the peacenik was right. We must remain faithful to the fight, not because change is guaranteed, but to ensure that we do not give up, that we do not give in to despair. Perhaps renewing our faith begins with being honest, with telling the truth about how awful life can be. And perhaps we start by being honest with ourselves 
and each other that if there is not a God that is creating just circumstances, then we have to. It's up to us. There are no utopias. There is only struggle and progress comes only through the struggle. But if we are telling ourselves the truth about how awful life is, we have to also tell another truth. There is a horrifying majesty to this world. This world is also beautiful and it is a privilege to witness it at all. We have been given life and consciousness. We get to have our pains and our delights as well. Our joys and sorrows are woven fine. Our job is to find and create as much joy as we can. There will always be pain. There will always be sorrow. And sadly, there will always be injustice. That is what life looks like. Tell the truth about it. But also, don't give up. Do not give in to this despair. It is up to us, not up to us alone, but with each other and with others out there who are doing the same thing. One of the founding documents of the Unitarian Universalist faith is the Cambridge Platform. It was written in 1648, long time ago. It is flawed and it reminds us to love your neighbor as yourself. And basically it says that love is what a church should be about. It says that everything that a church does should be about love and that by reasoning together in the spirit of love, we can discern where love is leading us. I have to believe that that is true both for the collective and the individual, for the church and the human, that we can discern where love is leading us. It has been said that fear is love returning. Fear is love returning. If that is true, then perhaps it is a renewal of faith, that lump in the throat, that longing for home, and faith, knowing that love is where our home is, faith is what turns us again and again in love's direction. And led by love, we can then create justice and joy. May that be so. Blessed be and amen.